Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Alladhi Nahmaduhu wa Nasta'inuhu wa Nu'minu bihi wa Natawakkalu alayhi, wa Na'udhu Billah min Shururi Anfusina wa Min Sayyiyati Amalina, Man Yahdihillahu Falamudillalah, wa Man Yudlil Falahadiyalah, wa Nashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wa Nashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. A'udhu Billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, I'm going to talk about Ibrahim today. Just two points of many, many things we could say about Ibrahim. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim fil alameen innaka hamidun majid. Watlu alayhim naba'a Ibrahim idh qala li abihi wa qawmihi ma ta'budun? Qalu na'budu asnaman. Ibrahim said to his people, What is this you worship? He said, We worship these idols. We are very strong worshippers. We're very firm in our worship of these idols. We're very dedicated. He said, Do they listen to you? Can they hear you when you make dua? Can they benefit you or can they harm you? No, 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 no. It's just that we found that our ancestors, our fathers and grandfathers, and everybody has been doing this. So Ibrahim says, Don't you see that what you worship can't do any good for you? They are enemies to me. I only have one God. The one who created me and he guides me. The one who gives me food and gives me drink. And when I get sick, he's the one to provide the cure and cure me. He's the one who has given me life. And he will cause me to die eventually, and he will bring me back to life. He is the one I hope, and I wish that he will forgive all my mistakes. You see, all those things that people turn to idols for, Ibrahim is explaining to them everything Allah is taking care of. Allah is taking care of everything, no one else. So this was from Surah Al-Shu'ara. And before I end that part of the Surah, that part brings us to the second point I want to mention. So before I do that, I want to go look at Surah Al-Anbiya, which talked about the same conversation. Or this, maybe he, had, he probably had many conversations with his people about the idols and not worshipping idols. Allah brings another part of the conversation in Surah Al-Anbiya. And He says, and you probably know the story already, this one, the conversation is actually very short. He, said, he tells them that, when you are gone, I'm going to do something to your idols. And so they had a, you know, they had a national holiday, you could call it. They had a big day that everybody was downtown. Nobody was at the place where they store the idols. So he went and he beat them down. He broke all of them to the ground except the biggest one. And he left, some people say an axe or whatever he used to break them, the hammer axe or whatever it was. He left it hanging around the neck of the biggest idol. 
قالوا من فعل هذا بآلهتنا إنه لمن الظالمين when they came back who did this to our idols this must be a tyrant an oppressor a wrongdoer a criminal then another group said قالوا سمعنا فتين يذكرهم يقال له إبراهيم we heard of this kid Ibrahim he keeps talking about idols and don't worship idols they said, okay, bring him. He will testify to what happened. In front of everybody. The whole town is there. Ibrahim, are you the one who did this? And he was a young boy, young man, probably a teenager. Allahu Akbar. بَلْ فَعَلَهُ كَبِيرُهُمْ هَذَا فَاسْأَلُوهُمْ إِنْ كَانُوا يَنْطُقُونَ Ibrahim in front of everybody like this. He's put on the spot. He says, no, the big idol did it. Why don't you ask all the idols who did it? فَرَجَعُوا إِلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ فَقَالُوا إِنَّكُمْ أَنْتُمُ الظَّالِمُونَ This might surprise you. You know the story. This ayah might surprise you. They went back and started talking to each other and they said, you know what? We were wrong to worship idols. We should never have worshipped idols. Did you know that part of the story? They felt they were wrong. When Ibrahim said, talk to them if they can speak. Ask them if they can speak. They went back and they thought about it and said, we were wrong. We were the tyrants, the oppressors. We were wrong. But then what happened next? They retracted that concept, that mindset. They changed their mind. They knew it was the truth that idols cannot do anything, but their ego was too strong and they couldn't accept the truth. They knew it was the truth. They told each other it was the truth, that we were wrong to worship idol. But their ego and their nafs and their desires, I just want to do whatever I want. That came in the way and they retracted it. They changed their mind. And Allah says, not just that they changed their mind, they flipped their body upside down. Now of course, they didn't physically start walking on their heads, but that's what it says. When they changed their minds to start worshipping idols again, when they changed their minds, Allah says it's as if they started walking with their face on the ground and their feet in the air. That's how stupid it was. That's how foolish it was to change their mind like this. They were blinded by their own ego, their own desires. So what did they tell them? Ibrahim, you already know these can't speak. What are you, what are you trying to do? They built the fire, they threw him in the fire. So now, Let's go back to the second point. Now we go back to Surah Al-Shu'ara. At the end, Allah, I mean Ibrahim is talking about Allah, saying all of these things. Allah is the one who does everything for you. Then he makes a dua. He makes a long dua. Ya Allah, forgive me. Ya Allah, make me truthful. Until the day of judgment. Make, ja'alli lisana sidqin fil akhirin. Make me so truthful that people will be remembering. I will be on the tongue of people 
in later times. And what do we do? We talk about Ibrahim salam. Subhanallah. And make me among the people who enter Jannah. And we should say Ameen, because this is Ibrahim making the dua, we can also say the dua. Make me among the people who enter Jannah. And forgive my father. He's clueless, he has no clue what he's doing. And don't make me face any disgrace, any hardship on the day of resurrection, on the day that no money will have any benefit. The only thing that will help on that day, مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ A person who comes to Allah with a pure and sound heart, with a pure heart that doesn't have any jealousy, a pure heart that doesn't have any anger, a pure heart that doesn't make your tongue talk about people, talk, say bad things about other people, use bad language, a pure heart. Those who turn and come to Allah with a pure heart are the ones who will be successful and go to Jannah. You know, in this life we all face hardships. All of us sometimes it's a little bit hard. Some days are happy, some days are not as happy. Sometimes we're upset. Sometimes we're sad, sometimes we're angry, right? All of that is a test from Allah to help us have a pure heart. He wants us all to have a pure heart. And we go through hardship in this life so that we can have a pure heart. Allahumma tahir qulubana. Allah, make our hearts pure. And make us among the people who meet you with a pure heart. Qalbin salim. Ameen. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الذي هدانا الحمد لله الذي خلقنا وهو يهدينا الحمد لله الذي أطعمنا وسقانا الحمد لله الذي إذا إذا مرضنا فهو يشفينا and I repeated the same thing that Ibrahim said about Allah, that He's the one who takes care of all of that. So I said, Alhamdulillah, the one who created us, who guides us, who gives us food, who gives us drink, who makes us, uh, who heals us and cures us when we are sick. Ameen. So we have to come to Allah with a pure and sound heart. And there are things that we can do to achieve that. The first I already mentioned, we have to realize that every hardship we go through, Allah is purifying our hearts so we have a pure heart when we go to Him. That's one thing. Another thing that is the most important thing in our lives is our salah. Our salah is meant to make us become more, have a pure heart. It's meant to clean us, to help us feel better, speak better, act better, behave better, Salah will do that for us. So you have to ask yourself that if you are praying Salah, but you can't control your bad language and you use bad words, or you're praying Salah, but you can't control and you misbehave, and you're praying Salah and your life is not improving, you're not improving, you don't feel like you're becoming a better person, then there's something wrong with the Salah. Salah means that you are connecting to Allah. And that is how you can have a pure heart. None of us are, part, are perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone does sins. 
the ones who are good are not the ones who don't do sins. The ones who are good are the ones who connect to Allah. When they turn in salah, they turn to Allah and they ask forgiveness from Allah. They do tawbah to Allah. They know that they said a bad word, so they turn to Allah and they ask for forgiveness. Those are the ones who are going to be successful. Those are the good ones. Not that they don't make any sins. No, they turn to Allah, they connect with Allah, and they ask Allah to forgive them when they did something wrong. Those are the good ones. The bad ones are the ones who, since I'm taking the example of saying a bad word, the bad ones are the ones who, they say a bad word, and then they don't ask Allah to forgive them. They don't connect to Allah, they don't turn to Allah. Instead, they make excuses. Oh, I'm not the only one. Other students are also using bad words. They make excuses. You know, everyone knows when they did something wrong. When you do something wrong, when I do something wrong, all of us, we know in our hearts that it is wrong. So be the smart one who's going to choose to admit wrong and turn to Allah. Not the one who's going to fall on his face. His ego is going to get in the way. He's going to make excuses. Make your heart become pure. Don't change your mind. When you're planning to turn to Allah and ask Him forgiveness, don't change your mind because this is like falling on your head, walking on your head with your face in the dirt. When you don't turn to Allah, when you don't connect to Allah. May Allah inspire us and help us to put our ego down and to turn to Allah and ask Him to forgive us. إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ Ya Allah, we turn to you and we ask you to forgive us. Indeed, you are the forgiving, you are the merciful, you are the one who loves when we turn to you and ask for forgiveness. Every human being makes mistakes and the ones who are the best are the ones who turn to Allah and ask forgiveness for their mistakes. Allahumma ja'alna minhum. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Ibrahim. على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد ربنا أوزعنا أن نشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علينا وعلى والدينا وأن نعمل صالحا ترضاه وأدخلنا برحمتك في عبادك الصالحين آمين اللهم اجعلنا مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتنا آمين which is the dua of Ibrahim also Allah make us among the people who are uh, who stand for, who are steadfast in their salah. They always pray salah and always want to connect to you, Ya Allah. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa adkhilna bi rahmatika fi ibadika salihin wa aqimis salah.